I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We create total solutions to optimize your health by focusing on sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. We work with busy professionals on a one-to-one basis for six or 12 months using the latest science and technology. And Body Shop also work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality and performance and position well-being as a competitive advantage. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to the Insights episode of the Remove the Guesswork podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Spencer. And this week, I want to follow on some of the conversations I've been having with you around well-being. Obviously, very topical, very relevant to me and my business. And I'm trying to think about some of the lesser known ideas around well-being, things I can share with you that perhaps aren't as common as as a lot of, of the content that we're seeing around there, whether it's podcasts, blogs and vlogs. And we have a methodology, which many of you will know about, the six signals, which are sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestive health and fitness. And all of those are obviously very, very connected to well-being. They're all areas that you absolutely need to focus on if you're going to have good holistic health. But there are other things, I think, and I've come to realize myself personally as well as professionally that are equally important to well-being. Because if you're sleeping really well and your mental health is pretty good, but you don't have a great sense of autonomy about your life, for example, um, you don't have much control over what goes on for you, or there isn't a lot of variety in your life, as another example, and that's the one I particularly want to focus on, then I think it can profoundly impact well-being. So let's talk a bit more about variety. It's something that, you know, if I point you back to one of the recent episodes I did, an insight episode around well-being, that I've really come to appreciate. I was playing around, just flirting with the, what I would now call ridiculous notion of me going back into a city-type career or job where I'm at a desk, I may be going out and seeing clients, but five days a week, you're sort of punching in at half eight and punching out at half five. You're responsive to emails out of hours, all this kind of stuff that you're probably sadly very familiar with. Well, the idea of going back to that kind of lifestyle, that kind of working life filled me with horror. And one of the reasons, there are many, but one of the reasons was the lack of variety. You go in, you're doing a very, it's not just even the type of work you're doing, it's there's no element of being peripatetic, certainly about my previous roles. I mean, yes, there were sales roles and I went out to see clients, but those clients could often be based in, you know, a building just down the road from me. And one of the aspects of variety I really appreciate is just the sheer different locations that I currently work in. I could be at home. I could be working from the office. I could be in front of a client in their office or in their home or they've come to see me and we've gone somewhere for a coffee, whatever it might be. It's very rare that I'm, in fact, if I am in the office for a full day, I absolutely relish it because I can get a ton of stuff done because I'm at my desk and I can be proactive as well as reactive. But having a variety of physical location is something I really, really enjoy. But that's not all about well-being because any DPD driver will tell you that they're never in one place at the same time, but it doesn't mean that they have good well-being. But it is one aspect of it, I think. And the reason I think this is important to have this conversation around variety as a concept of well-being is that I think for many of us, our worlds have shrunk quite considerably because the convergent pressures of work and home have squeezed out any bandwidth that we have 
to spend thinking about life and what else we want to do with it and what we want to get from it and doing things you know we have this idea of heartfulness which you're probably familiar with by now which is reconnecting with things you used to love things you don't have time to do anymore whether and these are some real life examples oil painting knitting building balsa aircraft sports is a very common one theater reading all of these kind of things And people say, I used to love doing that and I just don't have the time to do it anymore. So not only do you find that you're doing less stuff, but also you're not doing things that really light you up, things that you really enjoy, that really make a significant difference to well-being. And we call that the heartfulness. But it's another aspect of, you know, variety is just diminished or even obliterated when work becomes, or it's work, home, eat, sleep, repeat, and you find that you don't have a lot of free time. Trying new things is an aspect of variety as well. I've I've recently been helping out a friend doing some fairly physical work and I've absolutely loved the variety of that. I never know where I'm going to be sent. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. Some of that is quite daunting because I'm very used to knowing exactly what I'm doing, where I'm going to be fully in control. And sometimes I get there and I've no idea what they're going to give me to do. And sometimes it feels like a bit of a push. You know, maybe I'm stuck up a ladder doing something or using machinery I'm not familiar with. That's been pretty good as well because I'm always talking about getting into discomfort zone. And even in a small way, that's what I'm doing when I help out in that that particular job. So that's been quite fun to do. Meeting new people, that's variety as well, you know. And on that, I had a really, really interesting concept flagged up to me a while ago of drains and radiators. So who are your drains? Who are the people that suck all the energy out of you in the room? Who are the people that ideally you'd be swerving to avoid? Now, this can get tricky because those people might be relatives. They might be a spouse. So you can't always swerve them as easy as that. But if you can, do. These people are draining your energy. Why bother with them? Radiators, on the other hand, are people that light you up. People who look forward to seeing that you get a lot of energy from, that inspire you and motivate you and make you want to be better and make you want to spend time with them. So understanding who those people are and then gravitating towards the radiators and away from the drains is, I think, really important. And meeting new people as well. You know, it's not often that you meet someone that you think, wow, I really enjoyed getting to know them or really liked, you know, I really like to get to know them better. But when you do, it's great. And that's all a part of variety. Learning learning new skills, learning a musical instrument, learning to to speak publicly, or even pushing yourself into something like online dating, but stepping out of the norm. The benefits I think you get for well-being from learning something new are great. You know, it feels really good when you've been studying for a language or studying for a musical instrument or learning to sing or whatever it is. And then you think, oh, or sport, of course, is a great example of that. Or even personal training when you think, you know what, I'm kind of on top of this now. I'm not completely out of breath. I'm keeping up with what's being asked of me and I'm starting to feel like I'm actually quite good at it. It's an amazing feeling. So it isn't just about putting variety into your day, but it's also testing yourself, stretching yourself, getting into your discomfort zone to build another little layer of resilience. And that's very empowering. Good boost in confidence can feel really great. And then forming new connections is probably how you could summarize all of that, whether it's people, neural connections in the brain as you learn something new, but all of that kind of stuff. You know, if you're not doing much of that, or if you think, hmm, yeah, that's, that's interesting, look to see how much more variety you can get into life. I think that's a really good takeaway. What else can you be doing to, to add variety? For me, 
I spoke recently about Bear Grylls experience. I recently interviewed Anna Humphreys, who's a Bear Grylls survival instructor. And I've just signed up to go through the survival instructor training myself in March of 2020. So super excited about that. And that kind of broadens out what I do considerably. I mean, I don't plan on doing a huge amount of that. Body shots, number one. But once I've got that qualification, I can go out and do some Bear Grylls instructor days and weekends, particularly keen to do it with kids. I've also got body shot and that that has huge amounts of variety in. I mean, I have a personal training qualification. In fact, I have 13 qualifications in exercise and nutrition, but I don't do very much personal training, if any, anymore. But I have that. And as part of body shot, I do lots of things. I run the business. I'm a coach, although I don't do a huge amount of that. I do do some of that. I deliver everything for Body Shop for Business, for B for B. I'm an author. I've published two best-selling books, Remove the Guesswork and Rise and Shine. I'm a speaker. I'm represented by Speakers Corner, and I speak quite frequently to corporates predominantly, but also groups. I obviously host a podcast, which you're listening to. So there's quite a bit of variety in what I do, and that's what I absolutely love. And when I thought back, I flirted in a never going back there, but just imagine for a second what it might be like. With the idea of going back to my old jobs, it just filled me with horror. There's no variety in there. There's no autonomy in there. And it's not something I'm ever going to go back and do. I'll do anything. I'll come around and clean cars for a tenner before I go back and do that. Although that would be a lot of cars I'd have to clean. So that's it for this week. Just have a think and reflect on how much variety you actually have in your life and whether you can start bringing in something new, stretch yourself a little bit, If you're feeling extremely burnt out and you're listening to this, don't go crazy in terms of what you do to stretch yourself and push yourself because your nervous system won't need that. But otherwise, have a little bit of think about it. Get in touch with me if you're interested in talking this through. My email is leanne at bodyshotperformance.com. Always pleased to hear from you. Connect with us on social media. We are at Bodyshot on Twitter, Bodyshot Performance Limited on Facebook. We're at Bodyshot Performance on Instagram. And if you're viewing this content via social media, share it with someone you think needs to hear it. Drop us a comment, give us some feedback. And other than that, that is it from me. Thank you very much for listening as always. And I'll talk to you next week. Interested in finding out what your health IQ is? Jump on our website, www.bodyshotsperformance.com and click on take the test. It'll take you through to a short two to three minute test. And at the end of that, you'll get a scorecard and a free 39 page report based on our six signals, sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please think of someone who could really benefit from the content and hit that share button and send it across to them. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening.